You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Well, time now to speak to a man I think would be pretty happy with the last month when you're coaching and you get a lot of uh, L's or losses against your name. You think, gee, where's the wing? next wing going to come? Well, they've had two in their last four and they've been also uh, very, very close, close in other others, games. Yeah. And we're talking about West Adelaide coach uh, Brad Gotts coming off the back of a terrific uh, win against South Adelaide and particularly last quarter. Uh, four out of the last five goals. Brad, how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Dave. Congratulations. Um, let's go back to that. When you when you rack up losses and how do you keep the enthusiasm and the spirit and that when uh, the wins aren't coming? We know they have in the in the last month and your form's been really good, but how do you keep all that to keep the guys, you know, with a bit of interest and, and more so a bit of hope? Yeah, it's an interesting one. We're, we're probably just relying on the culture that we were building because I clearly feel like this year, I rejigged the club by losing a few good players. We lost our best and fairest, Kane Stevens, and Elliot Duncan went to South Adelaide, who was one of our good juniors, and also Mitch Duval went to the Eagles. So we knew we were resetting a little bit. We picked up Caden Brand and also Hamish Hartlett as experienced recruits, but we just couldn't all get them on the park at the at the one time. And it's only just been coming together a little bit in the last probably couple of months where they're getting some more game time going. So we've been sticking with our plan of, you know, building an identity where we're trying to be seen by the competition as a team that's hard to play against. And clearly the last couple of months we've uh, pushed a couple of the good teams and been able to get a couple of wins. So it's been really pleasing. And you'd be pleased when you look at year to year, I went through your results, not many what I'd call thrashings, hardly any. I mean, you're in the games, you you know, four or five goals might be a bad defeat for you at the moment, whereas... In the past, could be a lot more. So you, you can sort of come down in, in stages, can't you? Improve in stages and then hopefully turn around the other way. It's a good observation, Dave, because one of the losses we had was 68 against Norwood and I had COVID. So I, I wasn't actually there over at Port Lincoln and you know, I felt really helpless that day and we just lost our way a little bit. Home Charlotte went off at halftime with a hammy too, which didn't help. And Norwood, Norwood were a good team and they, they, they took hold of us that day. The other big loss was North Adelaide where we lost by 70, but at three-quarter time, we were only like 35 points down. And I said to the boys, do you want to go for a win or do you want to try and just hold the game here? And they said, no, we should go for the win. Well, North kicked five goals in about 12 minutes yeah. with us trying to yeah. win the game. So it was a bit my fault, I felt. So I took, as, as Blighty would know, I took a little bit of responsibility for that one because I felt I felt a little bit bad to the boys, you know, that I sort of opened them up because we really went for it rather than tried to shut the game down. So... Yeah, so a couple of little lessons there, but otherwise we've been really competitive. And, you know, we lost to Glenelg twice, one by five points, I five think points, another yeah. by nine. Mm, yep. And nine. So we've been, yeah, yeah. And even, half, I think at half time we were leading the Eagles and also Adelaide in the last couple of months. And we pushed Port up at Loxton when they had Charlie Dixon and about 18 listed players to about four goals. So, yeah, it's been, there's been a lot of positivity. So I've tried to play on that rather than go negative. Yeah, well, I, you know what? I don't. 
I would never blame anyone for going for the win. And I, I think sometimes, Brad, you can actually learn a lot about yourself and, and a teammate and even the coaching group when you actually do that. When you do open yourself up, I reckon you open yourself up for criticism, but you also open yourself up to learn something. Exactly, body, and I, I felt like that's what happened a little bit on the weekend because at half time, I think we're two points up at half time against South. Then they came out and had a good third quarter, and we just couldn't quite work out a few little things that were working for us. South sort of got on top of, especially guys like Boardbent and Haynes that are so critical to their offence. So they kicked a few goals on us, but at three quarter time, we decided to go a little bit of a different way and shut the game down a bit more, and then hopefully. Um, just try a couple of little things. We had two inexperienced ruckmen against Booksby. Yeah, good play. And I had yeah. one of them forward and one on the ball, and I decided to take one of them off and go, you know, oh. just off the bench with the rucks and go yes. a smaller forward line and, and keep them, lengthen the ground a bit and sort of keep them at home. Yep. And you wouldn't believe it. that The guys that we did that, we had, I think, uh, Gore went to Broadband, who was causing us dramas, and he kicked two goals, and then Steele came on the ground as a smaller forward and kicked two. So in, the, in an amazing how sometimes... You look like a genius as a coach when a couple of things come <laughs> off. So it just it just went for us, yeah, which is really pleasing because we deserve that. I thought. Yeah, it is true that, isn't it? I reckon two or three times a year, if, you know, if you're on the ball, you get lucky as a coach. You know, just making the yep. move at the right. It's all about the players doing it, but sometimes you actually pull the right rein. So it's always good when that comes off. I was going to ask you about that. Look, Brad, you've been in the game a long time. Obviously, very good playing career. Now coaching, you've, you know, you've been coaching a long, long time. You've you've yes. seen this game change. You, you know, you're at the forefront of going from player to what we've got now in most competitions, you know, with the accent on team defence. How, yep. how have you changed with that mo- modus operandi as we talk about going forward? Yeah, well, I think there's a there's a balance of what you can do. You sort of feel like tactically as a coach you can influence what goes on with the game these days because it's how you structure up and, and the instructions you give to your, to your players of how to play. And then and that's where, like, on the weekend, we were we were taking the plus one a little bit in the first half and it was working okay. And then South Adelaide worked out what was going on with some experienced campaigners. They got a bit more aggressive with that that spare that they had and was pushing forward a lot more, which was a little bit harder because we, we had a guy sort of sitting behind the ball. So it sort of changes tactically in what you can do. So from that point of view, you know, then, then we shut that down and made it a little bit more of a one-on-one game and just tried to take them on. So you can sort of see there are examples of how you actually structure up. And even in the last couple of minutes when we hit the front, you know, what, what do you do, Blighty? You're trying to save the game and, you know, you, you put a spare behind as the opposition mounted up. Do you then do another one? Do you put the extra into stoppage? You know, it was really interesting. I got a bit of education tonight that I'll show the boys because we hadn't been used to this sort of situation yeah, where yeah. you get in front with yeah. two minutes to go. What what do you do? So we, we tried two different things and, we're a little bit fortunate with a couple of stuff because some of the forwards didn't quite understand forward of the ball, how to how to structure up, you know, when you're trying to push extras behind, so or, or extras into stoppage. So it was really interesting. So we'll we'll go to work on that tonight. But I, I think as coaches we can influence a fair bit with the, the structure and the intent and the instructions that you give to your players of do you really want to go for it? Do you want to be safe? Do you want to play boundary, you know, do you want to take corridor on? There, there's a lot that we can do and it comes down to how we instruct, I think. West Adelaide coach Brad Gotch, our guest. At the Sandful, there's been a lot of cuts the last few years. COVID's obviously impeded things. Um, it's tough out there in clubland. As your your club, Brad, West Adelaide, uh, resources, recruitment, help, uh, how is it? How is it for you And uh, to, to move forward? Do you need more? I mean, you're getting what you need, or can that be improved? 
Well, the sample's working hard to increase the salary cap, which will be very handy because then we can put some more time into some new recruits and also to reward the guys that are actually here at the moment because they've taken, you know, how it got cut in half. So they've taken some pretty severe cuts for the amount of time and commitment that you expect out of them. So I know the sample's working hard towards that. We were fortunate. We, we put all our eggs in one basket a little bit last year because we've got Brand and Hartlett, to, you know, some experienced campaigners to come in and help us and so a fair bit of the, the salary cap goes into them, which means some other guys had to forego some stuff. And that was nice because a couple of those guys were leaders, you know, like Keo and Hill that have been around for a long time, are playing for the love of the club a bit more rather than for the money. So, yeah, it would be handy to get it, get a bit more in that salary cap, but also... We have a lot of good people that do help us, so there's, yep. there's no dramas in that regard. We've got some good recruiting people and guys like Derek Bonner and, and David Tidswell and Wayne Seekman, they do a lot of good work behind the scenes. Mid-season draft can hurt. You lost Carmichael. He goes to Collingwood and looks a, a ready-made <laughs> player. Um, tell us about him. Are you, are you surprised at what his output has been or we think, no, I always thought he could, could play there? Well, it's interesting because he's gone and he, he never got flustered playing for us this year. Then he played the six or seven games for us and then he goes, gets invited into the state squad and actually played okay in that state game. So you knew he's got a good temperament. He's a bit of a see-ball, get-ball sort of guy. But, yeah, look, he stood up in the big moments with the Pies and he's gone over there and he didn't win a game with us and then he caught having us and lost one with Collingwood. <laughs> Quite remarkable, really. Yeah, like, he doesn't overthink it. He plays a bit on instinct. It's been really good for him, but he... 188, 189 centimetres, can run, thump and kick. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be really good. I think he's a bit of a steal. It's been a good get by Derek Hahn, that's for sure. Yeah, Brad, um, you're in your second year at West Adelaide. Obviously, this job was given to you, or you took it on, both agreed to it. It wasn't going to finish overnight. It wasn't going to start rosy, was it? It wasn't nothing about a gift <laughs> of a football club for this is to you. <laughs> and I've, you know, I've been there too, mate, and she's bloody hard work. But the, the end result, if you can get up and, you know, play in finals and all that sort of stuff, I mean, it'd be well worth it. So you, you've taken it on knowing this this wasn't going to be easy and it's going to be a few years. Yeah, it's interesting you say that, Blake, because I must admit I took it on thinking, I don't know if you know much about my history, but I've coached only 400 games, you know, of Sandful and TOC and VFL and all that sort of stuff. So I actually came in thinking I could make a difference a bit quicker like I did at South in the first year. Yeah. I took them from second last to preliminary final in one year, but I, I didn't realise the deep-seated problem there, you know, that the fact that they'd won the last couple of wooden spoons and they hadn't been a very good team for the last five or six years, but I, I probably wasn't coming in thinking that. But look, you know, it has been a bit of an eye-opener. There's a bit of legacy of a losing syndrome, I believe, here. So I you know, had to go about the business of observing a bit last year and people wouldn't know, but we, we actually employed you know, some psychological help this year. And I think that's really helped us, you know, but it's time yeah. to sort of to work through it all. And we're, we're starting to get the rewards now. And that's why halfway through the year, I said to the board, let's just be patient because they're saying, when are you going to win? And I said, look, we'll win when we're ready. And uh, unfortunately that didn't come until the last few weeks. So it hasn't been ideal. And we won, we lost 26 games in a row, you know, 13 last year, 13 this year, but hopefully the green shoots are starting to show now. One, one last one. Uh, I saw Jackson Edwards had some good numbers and you dream about playing AFL footy. You've got a father that's played 300 games. He, he comes back. Um, how, how's, how's he been? Um, I'm presuming that is Jackson Edwards. That's Tyson's son with you. Um, and oh, yeah, how's, yeah, yeah. how's sure. he gone about it? Yeah, it's been great to have him because 
I actually worked with Tyson at Port Adelaide a few years back, and yeah, so I, I knew Tyson as a youngster, and I think his dad's been keen for him to get under tutelage for for a fair while, you know, in the coaching. So to back to West Adelaide, where his dad came from as well, I think it's been a, a great fit for both both and for him. Uh, Jackson's an interesting character. He's got a lot of talent, and I think it was a little bit to do with between the years with him as well, because there's no one that works harder than him. And uh, it was just a bit more about, you know, trying to get him to perform week in, week out, being consistent, because he works really hard at his game. And yep. he's had a great year for us, and he's been a really good pickup. Yeah, well, great stuff, Brad. Well done. Your last month's been good. Uh, maybe get another win or two. And uh, as we said, it's always nice to see the, the teams at the bottom working their way up. And it's been a good month for you. Well done. Yeah, no, thanks a lot. Well, we've got, we've got North Adelaide this week, the top of the table, and then <laughs> Norwood in the last game. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. We've got a bit of a free hit. As we talk about, wouldn't it, Glady? Bit oh, of a free hit with absolutely. the coach in the next few weeks. So, yeah, hopefully. You, you, won't well. be, you won't be beating my team, Brad. No, the just, whole just, go for, <laughs> just go for the win in the last three minutes of the game, mate, when you're four goals up. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Good on you, James. Thanks a lot. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.